Welcome to Not The 9 To 5, the podcast for freelancers by freelancers. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we share insights, tips and stories to help you thrive in the world of independent work. I'm Kat. And I'm Francesca. We are two freelancers exploring the highs, lows and everything in between. So grab your coffee, kick back and let's dive into another episode of Not The 9 To 5. Catherine Siggers. Francesca Morago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How are you feeling? I'm all right. You feeling How are lonely? You? you feeling lonely? I am. Always. <laughs> no, not always. But just sometimes. I do feel lonely sometimes. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. I mean that's the topic of our podcast today, guys, who are listening in. Mm-hmm. Loneliness. I mean, it is a real thing that happens to it a lot is. of us it freelancers, is. those who are thinking about joining the world of freelancing you know everyone gets hit with this and that's fine it's like you are only human and it's natural um i guess the the questions that we're looking to ask today is like how do you navigate through the constant change of acquaintances that Mm -hmm. you meet within this world we do meet quite a lot of people do you really feel like you've formed a connection with those colleagues enough to not feel lonely Mm. what do you think kat what's your thoughts well I think sometimes you can form those genuine connections, but I think they can be few and far between. Mm. Um, I would say I have very few freelance friends, very few. Um, Everyone else is sort of, like you say, just those acquaintances that, you know, you get on with them and you're like, you know, you talk when you've got a job, but do you talk outside of the work? Not really. You know, um, I think there can be quite an anomaly. And I suppose, you know, talking on friendship, it's not like you want everyone to be your friend, but you haven't got that team around you Mm. of like people you just will naturally see every day or every, every week and sort of that you have to to cope with um things and laugh when it gets bad you know Mm. and and get through it together because oftentimes you just have to do it on your own yeah what what do you do i mean i suppose yeah you meet so many people you work with loads of people i think sometimes i feel like oh like maybe we are We could be friends or we're on that friend wavelength potentially because we get on really well and we have that banter. Mm -hmm. But then once that once that job's over, there's no conversation anymore, right? That's a really hard thing. And I think it's really hard to be vulnerable as well because you are always like, Are we friends? Aren't we friends? How much can I reveal of my true self? Yeah, how professional how personal and how professional Mm. should I be? what's the line where do you draw it and some people are just really personal but then when you're out of it you're you know they don't you know you don't go for coffee or cocktails or anything at all you you might you might do like when you do finish a job and say you're like in my circumstance you're on location Mm. and then like everyone might want to go for food or whatever after or something like that if there's an opportunity to do so there might be a wrap party yeah you don't know then you go on those ones but it's always a bit weird because it's con- still work. Yeah, because your connection is work. So then all you talk about is work. Mm-hmm. You don't really get Literally. to know the person on the yeah. outside. It's like they don't want to reveal that. And you kind of want mm-hmm. to, but you feel like maybe this isn't the time or the place. Or yeah. like you said, yeah. how much do you reveal of your true self? Mm. So yeah, I I guess in a way that does make you feel a little bit lonely. But I do notice that a lot. I see people look and feel, look lonely. 
well, at least give off the impression that they are mm. lonely because all they ever do is work, work, work. Mm. Yeah. To yeah. keep them from thinking about other things, right? Mm. Mm. I find that loneliness is so quick to happen as well in terms of for me personally because I do obviously a lot of voice work and I work online coaching a lot like that's quite that's quite lonely within itself I very rarely leave this these four walls you know on a Monday to Friday unless I have a job elsewhere I'm here but I'm doing different things Mm. but I'm still just working on my own and sometimes the only people I've spoken to is myself and perhaps a student or perhaps you know voice noted you but I'm still not having that like I find it really difficult because it's like you don't have that human interaction human connection um that we all need and I I I definitely crave um I find that loneliness can come on so suddenly and you feel like you're the only person in in the world in a way like that sounds really weird but like you do, f- or I personally feel like I haven't got anyone around me that I can sort of talk through things with. Uh, although, you know, my parents and my friends, my best friends, I can talk to them about it, but do they understand it? Mm. Not really. Mm. It's quite it's quite an isolating job, a lot of, personally, what I do. You know, photography, I work on my own. Yeah. The only time I, well, I mean... I work on my own. I'm always surrounded by people when I'm on shoots, but that's still it's still a singular job. I don't have a team around me. No. Um, the only person I work on anything consistently with is you. Mm. <laughs> you Aww. know. But that's you're my so friend cute. as well. So. How do you feel about loneliness? I do feel like it does. It can hit you at times where you feel like you don't really have a lot of people that you can like have that outlet with. Mm. Um, at the same time. I wouldn't say like it hits me frequently mm. um maybe again like I'm an only child so I'm quite used to being within my with myself kind of thing ah, as a person that's so like interesting. I don't not. have siblings yeah mm. so again like I'm actually okay with doing things on my own and being on my own but yeah obviously I'm a people person I like to be with people and chat with people and get yeah. to know them yeah I never really feel like i yeah can really get to know the real person when I'm at work yeah you have those work friends that you might Mm. see on a day-to-day basis if you're doing something that's long term Mm. but then after that like I've built quite a few connections with people that I'm like oh my god they're really cool like yeah we'll go for drinks after this this film's finished or whatever and then you don't hear from them you don't hear from them again and it's like that's really horrible it's like you didn't like me because I liked you you don't like me (laughs) um it's like when we me and you met I was like oh I really like you um, see, that's that's a Thanks. nice thing. That isn't was it? such. That was yeah. so lovely. Thank you for that comment. And I could really see like a future of being friends with you, and like I don't know, it just made me a bit emotional because yeah. it was just a really nice, authentic Aww. connection. Um, I know. I'm really pulling out the stops. You are. Um, Jesus. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it would be really nice to stay in touch. And then you were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were saying how you feel the same way when you do jobs and like you don't really maintain that mm. connection because they don't yeah. really give you that. And we I were feel lucky. Like we were lucky we were that lucky. we both actually genuinely were on the same page with this um, in terms of like friendship. Yeah. It's so rare that you meet someone though that is the same age as you, in the same life situation as you, similar jobs, same humour. 
That's a big one. Yeah. Um, similar love of the GC. Love the GC. Um, Shout and out. And I remember when we first realised that we both liked the GC and we were in the dressing room <laughs> and you were like, I, who was it? I think it was me that was on Gemma React. Yeah. And I was like, you was like, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, Gemma Collins. And you were like, oh my God, I love her. And then that was that was born from there. And then we just, I think we ended up annoying everyone yeah, yeah. with our Gemma Collins quotes. They were like, here that. we go, but, here we go. Um, it's so rare that you genuinely meet someone. And it was, it was that thing of, uh, it was pretty quick afterwards that we continued staying in contact yeah. throughout because we'd, we'd gotten quite close during the show mm. and we'd worked very closely together on the socials, hadn't we? Yeah. And then, um, and then after that, we went to see, did we go, was that where we went national. to see The Effect? Yeah, went to the National Theatre. And that's where I said to Francesca, do you want to do a podcast? And that's where I found out that Kat can't see anything from the front row without her glasses. No, I didn't and, wear my glasses um, then. You didn't? No, I didn't. No, I think you I forgot your contacts. Them. No, I bought them. Yeah, and you, you put them on. No, I didn't because I could see. <laughs> All right, I'm not that blind. I'm blind, but so I'm not that blind. So funny though. I did bring them because I didn't realise we were sitting like literally well, I told front you, row. I told you front row, obviously. I thought we were sitting at the back in like no, row R. I don't do that. I'm row A, mate. Row A. Because I'm an A-lister. A I'm though. an A-lister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no. um, so we didn't feel lonely then. Um, because we found a we friend didn't. from work that is now not just a work friend, but a friend friend. A friend so it was a really cute, like, It was, story. it was sweet. It was so sweet. And, I, um... I suppose, like, talking, talking about this, um, like, part of the reason we made this podcast is so that other freelancers don't feel mm. alone mm-hmm. in this world, because we get it. Like, I don't think there are any other platforms that really discuss like the true depth of how it actually is and mm. feels okay. um but for those of you listening like you're not alone we get you we're okay. here for you um we're in this boat together yeah. um and yeah, yeah loneliness can be a thing it can be a downward spiral sometimes like if you're struggling mentally with things um or physically like it all has a part to play in it everyone's different everyone reacts differently yeah um but that's yeah I, I think that's a really good thing to hit upon is because there there was part of the reason why we created this was so that you had a community to come to yeah a community of freelancers yeah. to come to yeah um if you were feeling you know alone or lonely and yeah just reach out to us dm us yeah and, uh, love to hear from you we'd love to hear from you and like uh talking about community like do you do online communities actually help combat loneliness do you think i mean what you know what do you think about that well define account? online community for like me. um anything to do with some facebook pages or instagram pages that say um, spread quotes about you know the lifestyle right, or got the you. work life or the friendship i stuff. think they both can and they can't i think a lot of like um uh there's a lot of pages that can make you feel great and like yeah really positive inspired and there's other ones where people are just on it to like bring you down i know when i was on facebook and i was like part of like actors uk or whatever Mm -hmm. it is 
there was a lot of um, posts on there where people were so quick to put someone else down and I didn't really like that Mm. about it. I mean, it was good because they would post casting calls and stuff and I know the admins do their utmost best to try and keep negativity off of that platform or off of that page. But I did feel like there were a lot of people that were quick to kind of put someone else down or correct them or make them feel less than. Yeah. And I didn't really like that about it. It isolates you. It does. It does. Where it's it's there to meant to make you feel good and, and make you feel like you've got people around you. But I think what we're trying to do, what we're trying to cultivate here is not having any sort of hate I suppose and not making anyone feel isolated and like you know your feelings are valid and you are valid you are you know you are part of this community and you know we're going to support you we're going to be your number one cheerleaders absolutely you know um I do find some online communities can bring you down rather than build you up so yeah this this could come from like a lot of people that I see who comment really negative stuff it could be just from a place of fear a place of vulnerability a place from like just not feeling uh, like they're able to do what they want to do so if someone's achieving or posting a great opportunity about something they have to bring it down it often is on like unpaid work or pay or like profit share like we get it we get the world sometimes people have to start somewhere sometimes you can't always get paid that's fine like that's yeah. how i started and it's it's your choice whether yeah. you take on that work or not yeah it's it's your choice yeah let I've, them post it they're not doing anything wrong how is that affecting you exactly question so mark. question mark question mark exclamation mark um, Look, so um yeah i do find that difficult Shout out to our wonderful graphic designers, Doublelix, who created our smashing logo. Doublelix is a creative brand design agency who specialise in developing brands by bringing creative ideas to life in order to connect with marketers. If you're interested in learning more or have a project that needs some graphic revamping, contact Doublelix via www.doublelix.com today. In terms of loneliness and jobs, like, do you feel like you've ever been treated badly or felt like you can't report to anyone as you're your own boss? Um, Yes, I have been treated badly before um, and, you know, been promised certain things in previous jobs um, that just never came to fruition um, and sort of, I at times felt manipulated um, within my acting career because you know, as an actor, you are, you just want to work. But I think I was under the impression I was going to get paid for this work and I I wasn't. That's my own fault because I never got a contract put in place. But I was lucky, I suppose, in the fact that I had equity behind me. Um, although they couldn't really, they could only advise me on this because there was no contract in place. Um, but they were able to advise me of the steps I needed to take in order to try and get recompensed um I didn't but I think at least I've stood up for myself Mm. Uh, but I do find that really really difficult when you don't have anyone to turn to when the only people you can turn to are either the people you're working with or um you know your close your close friends and family and then they don't really know what to say you sort of have to lead yourself and either you can go with your gut instinct or you can listen to someone else's gut instinct Mm. um but it is it is tricky trying to navigate um, bad bad treatment when uh, when you have no one on your side to back you up. Mm. You know, 
How do you do it? Who I mean, do you, do you do you turn to anyone or anything? I mean, in this particular situation that we're talking about, because we both have experienced bad treatment in the workplace, you could say. Yeah. Um, the the my pet peeve is being taken advantage of of and not being appreciated, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was one hundred percent the backing of the experience that we had on this show, particular show. Um, you know, you want to help people. I always want to help people. I'm happy to help people. I don't. I. I don't expect money from anyone um, for helping them if they have a, a favor or what, if they want a favor. Like I'm up for that. Um, but to kind of expose that and expect that of someone constantly all mm-hmm. the time without mm-hmm. any sort of like oh like don't worry like I don't want you to do all the socials you know for the play I want you to just you know if you could just do one video whenever you can that's fine like you know being more flexible with me then I would be then more prone to helping you but if you're going to always expect stuff and you're not going to do anything yourself to also help engage people and interest and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's when I that just crosses my line yeah. and I and I almost feel like trapped in a box mm-hmm. I felt really really isolated and trapped in a box obviously me and you had trauma bonding over it we did um, yeah which we is did. of probably partially why we also became friends because yeah. we both had similar views and like thought processes experience. and the same yeah. experience um but yeah I I do feel like when you when you're basically when you're working for a company that say is profit share or a company that isn't paying you like your wage equity min yeah equity minimum then you do you are entering into a bit of tricky territory because there's nowhere really up or above the person that you're working with that you can report to because they no. don't they don't necessarily are they're not necessarily a big company or have an HR department or mm. something there that can help you yeah no there's there's none of that really like you have your unions like equity for example yeah. I don't know what you guys have that are listening in terms of your freelance world if you if you know please yeah. tell us um we can only speak from our side of yeah of the coin yeah. but um yeah they can advise but again like Kat said if there's no contract it can be really really tricky Mm. all you can do is try and enforce some sort of payment or some sort of compensation for Mm. the time Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day I suppose you learn and you grow but it did become very emotional for me it Mm -hmm. did make me cry a lot I did feel very isolated really frustrated because I'm doing something that's good Mm -hmm. and people should be appreciative of that not expectant of that yeah um, yeah, and I, I think that was it was the expectation of it yeah. when you're not gonna you know yeah. pay me essentially speaking from experience and frustration here clearly it's it has well, annoyed it's still me fresh as well you know? yes it's fresh I need to get over it but I just know for moving forward always have a contract in place always I know I just I grabbed the thing is I grabbed the opportunity because I thought it would benefit like me as an as an actor and it did it definitely did because it was a multi-role play um but do I want to go through that process again absolutely not did it make me feel lonely at times yes but not always because I had cat there to to uh speak to luckily and, and cry on and eat or pizza cry. with so yeah, exactly. it was really a joy when did we eat pizza we went to Santa Maria do you remember and I introduced oh. you to that really nice pizza <gasps> was do good wasn't it you know what guys put that in the show notes that put that in the show notes <laughs> that was the nicest pizza I've had in the UK okay mm. Um, I, what did I have? It was like caramelized onion and goat's like cheese or goat's something. cheese, and it was like unreal levels. 
Oh, oh there we go. Bloody lovely. The piece de resistance it was. Piece de resistance. <laughs> it was beautiful. You see? I highly recommend it. That that combated the loneliness because we were together fairness. having something aside did. from work. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think let's go back to trauma bonding though. Oh yeah. And yeah. we still do this even to this we day. Do, yeah. And I, I actually have found that quite difficult in in working I actually think I know it sounds stupid but you do kind of need someone to share the the humorous part of it or to like like I remember when I used to work at the cinema um like I don't know like five six years ago now something like that and we all used to have that thing of like you know trauma bonding and like we'd have like a Facebook like messenger group where we'd like put memes or whatever and like it just gets you through the day when you're doing a job you don't really want to do or if you're being treated you know not particularly nicely yeah um it can kind of get you through that and it can bring light and humor to it and it can remind you of your humanness as well um and to not take things too seriously um especially obviously when i was working in the cinema that's not <laughs> what i wanted to do i just wanted the free films um so that was fun <laughs> i watched a lot of films that year that's i worked cool. there um but uh we did you know we were able to trauma bond and and I think the first person I've been able to do that in my freelance career with is you. Aww. I know, literally. And we still send each other memes, memes to this day. On the daily, really. And we know there's no context needed. I know exactly what you're talking you about. Exactly. It's brilliant. It's great stuff. It is. You don't even need it to text is. anymore. It's just gifts. Just a gift. <laughs> Love it. We would like to take a moment to give a special thanks to the composer of our theme music, Ewan McCandless. As you've heard from our theme song, he is a brilliant musician and talented composer. Plus, he's super flexible and adaptable when creating your music, which is good when you're working with two freelancers who, for better or worse, are super specific. I would say one freelancer in particular, Kat. I don't think so. I think I was just... Particular. Yeah. Yeah, okay, particular. All right, yes, I was particular. If you'd like to work with Ewan, you can contact him on www.ewanmccandless.co.uk. So, yeah, I guess in in regards to like the online communities, because I did kind of go off on a little bit of a story. Do um, you find them? Do you find them helpful? I think they're helpful to gain jobs and to also understand that other people feel in this way other people who are starting out are asking for genuine advice about how they can start start their career or kick off and things and that's quite nice when people are replying with genuinely helpful Mm. comments so yes I do feel like online communities can combat loneliness because again you're all in this together we're in a saturated market unfortunately it is what it is but we all got to help each other in some way yes it's competitive mm. that's life though that's isn't it that's the job um, but that's yeah most jobs, I think yes and no yes and no mm. to this mm. um, yeah it's a it's a weird one but like comfort zones comfort zones we all love a good comfort zone we all know what works for us what we like do we want to branch out of it (laughs) not always um i know sometimes i feel a little bit nervous if i have to go to an event on my own and i have to then you know talk to people once i'm there i'm all right and i've got the conversation flowing fine but sometimes i get into my head and i'm a little bit like uh, it's nerve-wracking because especially like I think you're talking about networking events yeah in this case yeah in this case I think when you go to those 
you you do feel lonely you do feel like everyone else is gonna know everyone else and that's usually not the case sometimes it is the case yeah but it's usually not the case um and i think i think i've said it before but just going up to someone and being like look i feel really nervous um but i want to make connections and just taking that taking that leap and yeah. just being honest as well of like i am really nervous right now but i want to introduce myself yeah um, but you feel so much better after you, do. you feel like oh I've you actually turned a new world. leaf I've I'm met someone be, cool literally and like I'm going to be confident the next time I go into a situation like this and then what happens when you go into the situation again I'm nervous again yeah and it's this whole cycle yeah and I wish I could be that person that just is like confident doesn't mind you know in to be honest with you in normal day-to-day life like if I'm at the supermarket, if I'm like, I don't know, waiting in a doctor's office, I'm always talking to people. I'm always making connections. Didn't I speak to my mate out there yeah. earlier when we was making coffee? <laughs> I spoke to this guy. I don't know his name, but I always have a chat with him, asked him if he was going to have a nice Christmas. All of those, because obviously we're still in 2023. Yes, we are. Time traveling. In this recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're from the And past. I do. I speak to everyone generally when I'm in my normal life. But then when you're put in a network scenario and you have to... It's you the kind proving of have to yourself. to people. Yeah. It's... You go... Oh, I don't... But what have you done? What have you done? What have I done? Have you done? Um, 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 you done anything um, recently? Have you been busy? Um, Has it been a busy year for you? Oh, it's um, Shut up. All the quiz questions that, that we I absolutely that. love. I that but I, I suppose it is the whole proving yourself situation again, isn't it? Cause, yeah. Because you're like, well, these people are probably established. Maybe I'm not as established as, the, as them. So I've got more work to do. Not to say that you're not good. Of course, of course you are. Um, we all are good at our jobs. Um <laughs> But yeah, when you're trying to establish yourself, it's hard yeah. to find those people and those bonds necessarily. Yes. Once you do find those bonds, those people come back to you and then you're yeah. solid, right? Because you've got that recurring got it, yeah. connection, that work, you've got yeah. that coming through. You don't feel lonely, you feel wanted, you feel, mm. you know, your mm. services are making a difference. And that's at the end of the day, what we want to do. We want to make a difference. We want to yeah. make a change. We want other people to not feel lonely, yeah. hence the podcast. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, I would say, at, in brief, you can combat loneliness by keeping yourself occupied with other things that you can do, whether that be a hobby, if you like painting, you paint. You always talk about painting. Do, do I? you paint? No. You but always you know what say I did. this because when I said one time, I think it was at episode three, I said, "Oh well, you know, you can get a hobby like go to the gym or whatever." And yeah. you was like, "Yeah, I'm painting." Do you know why? Do you know why? Because since COVID, why do you, why there's you been an uproar with people? Because every time I go somewhere, yeah, I see these books, these coloring books yeah. that people like to buy yeah. to help calm the mind. So right. they they it's color like called mindful coloring. Yeah, it? mindful yeah. coloring. <laughs> Got one for my nan. Exactly. Yeah. So shut up then with the painting I bought it you, for my nan yeah but you you still got it didn't you you still got it do you know what I actually did a commercial I I didn't do a commercial I did an audition for a commercial the other week oh cool that was for a, like a painting like class like I had to pretend that I was someone who like like paint their painting classes were like their most favourite time of the week and like and like for, for my audition I like brought in when I went to America, because my auntie lives, my auntie and my uncle live over in California, 
my auntie took me to like a, a sip and sip and paint night where you like drink wine yeah, and like paint. I've done that, yeah. It was so much fun. So anyway, I did this painting of the Eiffel Tower, which I still have up in Stunning. my room. It was quite good actually. So anyway, I brought that in and like pretended it was my painting that I had like done at my class. Um, yeah, just tried to get. Love I didn't that. get the. I didn't get the job. That job was long gone now. Awkward. But um, I tried my best <laughs> and I brought in authentic painting that I had actually. That's really painted. beautiful. We should do a sip and sip and paint thing. It's called pop up painting. Actually, it's what they're based in Liverpool Street. For those of you who are interested. Right, well, they called it sip and paint in America. Well, it's called pop-up painting over here, right? I did a Picasso one one time. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was a, a one of... I never saw the painting. It's of a dog. If anyone's seen it, Picasso drew that. It's a dog. A dog? Yeah, but you I did drew that. a dog? Yeah, but it was an abstracty dog. Of course it was. So it kind of looked like a dog and a cat at the same time, intertwined. It was really, really cool, actually. Anyway, we should do Anyway, that. stunning. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not going to branch off into that freelance world at this current moment, no. but who knows? Who knows <laughs> who for the knows? future, maybe. Um, but yeah, um, I don't anyway, know what we're we saying. We've just gone off on a massive tangent. On a proper we're tangent. basically we're saying <laughs> we're here if you're lonely. Yeah, we're here. We, no, we genuinely are. That's like the whole reason, or a, a big reason, why we have set up this podcast because we have felt lonely so often, yeah. and I sort of wish that I had this. When I was starting my freelance career, I wish I had a platform to come to, to get advice, to share stories, to have a community around me because so often we don't have that community. We are we are solo workers um, and that's that can be difficult. Yeah. So we're here for you. We're here for you. We, we hear you. So we hear you and we're here for you. Exactly. Shall we? Are we ready for a game? I'm ready for a game. Francesca. Love a game. Marago. Yes, Catherine. Do you hear that little R? I do. Trill. Trill. Okay. It was like a, it's like an R trill. R, R trill. Oh, you can go really long. Yeah, I'm quite good at that. That's, yeah, that's what it is. Obviously. Right. Do you want to know what the game is today? Yeah. is quick fire questions oh quick fire questions but they're not like your quick fire questions from last time they're not timed i don't have a timer i don't like a timer why 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 am i going to put a limit on it no no okay well um so these are just quick fire questions just whatever comes into your head first tell me oh so they're not general knowledge no they're not general knowledge this is quick fire okay all right it's just like questions and Think I have to ask of the them. first thing that comes to your head like when I ask you the question just tell me what comes to your head okay okay are you ready yeah ready yeah number one what's your favourite time of day morning number two what's your biggest weakness uh, OCD-ness number three what's your biggest strength communication number four what's the biggest learning experience you've had um Knowing that sometimes you have to be patient, um, things don't always come straight away. Practicing that for sure. Number five, what's a cause that's important to you? Uh, I would say cancer research. Number six, when are you most inspired? When I have lots of things sort of on the go and it's a creative 
if it's something creative, then that kind of makes me more inspired to do more and do more, yeah. <laughs> Number seven, what song can you listen to on repeat? Oh, God. I've listened to a lot of the 90s music recently. Yeah. A bit of Shania Twain. Uh, I have, yeah. Um, but I also do love Dancing in the Moonlight. Um, <gasps> Top Loader. No, what's her name? From Coyote Ugly, the film. What Cher? is no that Coyote Ugly? She's it was a whole of, it was all about her, all about the singer who sang Dancing in the Moonlight. Oh, oh flipper. Sorry. Anyway, whatever her. I love her. that song. Um, number eight. What makes you smile the most? What makes me smile the most? Um, apart from Catherine and the podcast, um, I would say when I've finished all of my to-dos <laughs> and I'm with my family um, and having a good time. Number nine, what's oh. one thing people don't know about you? Uh, I'm trying to think now. Um, I, I broke my arm by falling off a table in a chair in my room. Oh, how old are you? 12. Oh my God. I think it was 12 or 11. How did you fall off? Oh, this, I had a lamp. It's going back to the OCD again. Yes. I had a lampshade in my room that had a gemstone on it. It yeah. fell off. It was bugging me. I was watching EastEnders at the time on my, oh, my little box television Love back it. in the day. <laughs> had a small table, put a chair that was too big for it on top because mm. that's clever. Cool. Went on top, put the gem on. <gasps> the gem was secured. I wasn't. And you I wasn't. completely dropped onto the floor, broke my arm. And you broke your arm. And had uh, to wear oh. a, a red cast for about five weeks. Oh my God. Did so you get itchy. people to sign it at Yeah, school? but it wasn't ideal because it was like like this plastic red oh. um, ribbon that they put across it. So like when you're writing, it doesn't, you can't really write properly on it. But oh, I did have signatures. I still have it to this day if anyone wants to see it. Oh, gross. It looks lovely. Why do you have that? It's a memory, isn't it? What, of you breaking your arm because you needed to fix a gemstone? <laughs> it's Are you terrible. Mad? It's so terrible. But yeah, oh, that's mate. a story that you did. Well, know. there we no, go. I didn't did. know that about you. And finally, number 10, what are three things you can't live without? My Hoover. <laughs> what a freak. Um, food. Yeah. Like. Good, good, good hearty, food. hearty luxury food, mm. but not too luxury. I don't want Michelin. I want hearty. I want a plateful. And the third thing, love. Oh, yeah, that's a nice way to end the podcast. There you go. Catch you all later. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to Not the Nine to Five podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe via our social channels. We'd really appreciate it, and it helps others find us. Everything we've spoken about on today's episode will be linked in the show notes along with our socials. Join us next week for more freelance adventures because life's too short for a nine to five grind. See you next week on Not the Nine to Five podcast. <laughs>